0: welcome back to a brand new episode of Tea with Janae. I'm your host Janae Kirshner of Janae Kirshner Photography and the photo education and coaching site Tea with Janae. Tea with Janae is where we give real advice, tangible tips, and thoughtful insight about what it's really like to be a wedding photographer. So I'm so excited for this week's brand new episode because we have a returning guest. We have Maggie Fisher from Magdalena Studios and the Artist Lawyer, and she is back to talk all about how to legally grow your team. Maggie shares how she's grown her business to a team of 12 and shares how they photograph up to hundred weddings per year, how by having a strong legal structures in place, you can grow your team and business to become more profitable than you ever could have imagined. A little bit about Maggie is that she is a wedding photographer and lawyer based in New Jersey. Maggie's mission as an artist and attorney is to provide honest and essential guidance for passionate pursuers. She strives to help creative entrepreneurs achieve success with foundational business practices and legal resources, and I'm so excited to have her back on today's show. A little bit of housekeeping before we get started is that Tee has a brand new account on Instagram. I would love for you to come on over and follow us at Tee There's a link in the show notes. You guys can just swipe on up. Also, if you love today's show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple podcast. It takes a few minutes and it means the world to us. Thank you so much. Also, I want to mention in the beginning of the episode is that Maggie has graciously offered a 20% discount code for all of our two Janae listeners. So you can get your brand new contracts. She's got a new bundle in there um, for you guys for associate members. So you can save 20% by using the code T with Janae at checkout. Wanted to make sure I mentioned that early on. All right, you guys, let's get excited. Let's grab a cup of tea and enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm so excited to have you guys here. I have a wonderful guest on the line. Maggie, can you say hi to everyone? Hi, thank you for having me again. Yes, welcome
1: back. I love having you on the show again. I can't believe I'm back already. I I mean, it feels like yesterday but it had to have been almost a year ago now
0: yeah definitely definitely it goes by so fast and I feel like 2020 doesn't count so it's probably a little longer than that (laughs) yeah I know We, we lost a year there we totally did we did well I'm super excited to talk about today's topic but before we get started um let's tell everybody a little about you your company how you got started and of course how you grew your team
1: Yeah, yeah, thank you. So, um, I'm a photographer. My wedding photography company is Magdalena Studios. I'm also an attorney. I have a virtual law firm and contract shop, The Artist Lawyer. Um, and the first thing I usually get asked is, how do you do it all? Um, all the things, multiple businesses, Lots of things going on, lots of moving parts. um, And I only can do all the things because of a team. Um, I, from the get go, knowing that um, when I was in law school that I was going to be shooting weddings, I started the process of building a team and outsourcing and um, having people in-house that I could rely on and start growing with. And I firmly believe that having a team and having those systems in place and um, a good team building method in place has just allowed me to grow and continue to expand. So. With my photography company, we have about 12 associate photographers on our team. We have somebody in-house that does editing and studio management, blogging and submissions and social media. Um, I just hired an attorney on the law side of things. So that is growing as well. We have someone in-house for copywriting and content as well. Um, So I... A lot of people always say, too, I'm almost like a delegator. I feel like I'm just like managing the team and the direction of everything and doing the things that only I can do. Um, but I growing a team and um, just expanding and being able to let go and and give people work to do under our brands and teams has allowed it to grow and flourish so much.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. It's so inspiring. So I'm so happy you're here to talk about this.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. So let's jump right in. You know, we're talking about how to legally grow your team. So, you know, I think to kind of start is like when or why do people decide to grow their wedding photography team?
1: Yeah. So I think there's um, there's a lot of buzz around growing an associate team now. Um, For me, I decided to start growing Our team pretty organically Um, I, I live in a small town in South Jersey and at the time when I started about seven eight years ago there weren't a lot of people offering the style that I was offering and I started to have my second shooters lead shoot for weddings that I was a bridesmaid in and that's kind of how it got started for me I always like to tell other people that when you feel like you're turning away weddings or um, you you have enough for yourself and there's more coming in that you can't, you don't want to necessarily turn away, um, but you feel like you could manage more, then that's a good time to start looking into associates. If you have a solid team of second shooters or um, some people in mind, that would be a good fit and you have the numbers there to back that you can start thinking about um, how you can grow and expand and start um, bringing on and transitioning into that associate program.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It sounds about right. Like you've got so much coming in and they're good fits for you, but you just are already booked. So having, you know, another person who is like your mini you (laughs) to to fill in. So I think that's sort of, I get asked a lot, like, have I ever thought about having my own associates? And for me, the answer is no, but I have thought about it at one time and know you, Jessa, Lauren, like you guys have incredible businesses with these incredible associate teams. So it really is nice to see that it can be done and, you, and it's very successful.
1: Thank you. Yeah. And it's so it's so interesting, because everybody has different approaches. I think another um, thing to think about, too, is if you're increasing in pricing, and you're, you're starting to elevate the level of um, weddings that you're doing, or, or your price point, and you don't necessarily want to stop taking the work maybe that you've grown to um, reputation wise, like in your local market, then that's Something too that you can have your associate team um, handle more local different price point weddings that that are maybe more feasible to outsource to an associate so that you can focus on growing and expanding and moving to where you want to go within the industry but it's funny that you mentioned Lauren and Jessa we because there's so many different ways of running your associate team how forward-facing they are if it's more um if they're more on the back end, or if you you take more of like a studio approach, um, so I will probably get into all that too.
0: Yeah, for sure, definitely. <laughs> okay, so let's say you're listening and you're like, okay, I've decided to grow my associate team, and the whole, you know, how do I or how should they legally get started? You know, what do they need to have in place prior to adding members to their team?
1: Yeah, um, so. The first place that I would say somebody should start is making sure that their own business is legally lined up and tightened and in a good place before you start expanding and unraveling that that string. Um, So making sure that your own business is set up as an LLC, especially if you're going to be um, or or as some sort of legal entity or not just operating as a sole proprietor because you are going to be um, having more risks and liability as you expand your team. You're going to want to make sure that your insurance is in place and that you have everything tightened up as far as your contracts go with your clients. Um, Some things that you might want to think about are with your insurance, you're going to want to reach out to them and see what kind of policy you have, what kind of implications you have by having associates shoot under you. Um, and make sure that they're covered under, under your insurance or that you are requiring your subcontractors to have insurance, um, and making sure that your contract with your clients allows you Or that you have something, at least under your your contract with your clients, that allows you to um, delegate to an associate or that your contract is more broadly written, that the client is hiring you as a company and not necessarily you individually, so that you have your client contract in place when you do start to bring on those associates and send out that client work. Right. And then... Of course, you're going to need the legal documents between you and your team member, um, which is going to generally, if you're bringing on an associate, they're going to be an independent contractor. Um, so you're going to want to have an independent contractor agreement. Um, an associate agreement is going to bring that to the next level. So I have one in, in my shop and it's very detailed as far as the expectations that you have, what their responsibilities are, how long are they responsible for for keeping backups of raw files, um, dress, behavior, communication policies with clients. You're going to want to start to think through all those things, um, make sure you have an agreement, and then follow protocol to, to make sure that they are, if you are delegating them as an independent contractor, that you are in fact keeping them in that category of an independent contractor and not crossing that line into an employee.
0: Right. Yeah. Cause then it's like other legal ramifications and different taxes and all exactly. that sort of stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I guess it, Should people talk to like their CPA and like figure out like financially what they have to do too?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, financially, um, depending on if you're, I mean, and you might be, thinking about bringing on an employee if you're thinking about growing your team, which is a totally different, not completely different, but it just is a, a different way of structuring things. Um, and at that point, of course, you're going to want to talk to your accountant and make sure that you're financially set up and structured for that. You're going to want to talk to insurance and figure out how you're going to include benefits and how you're going to structure all of that. Um, but as far as talking to your accountant, yeah, you can make sure that, you're doing everything correctly as far as taxes. Um, but legally as well, you want to make sure that you're not crossing that employee line. I see a lot of people want to create, there, there's little things like little tips, like they want to they create an employee manual. So little tweaks, like you are going to want to call that a team manual or a team guide rather than an employee manual. But um, With contractors, you're going to want to make sure that they're invoicing you, that they're using their own equipment. Um, Essentially, what happens is right now, there's such a movement towards independent contractor positions. um, And there was some litigation in California that started with Uber because there were so many people who were performing independent contractor work for these larger companies. And the states were finding that more and more people were missing, missing out on the typical benefits of an employee relationship. So states generally are going to want to find that somebody working for you as an employer and the onus is on you to show that they are in fact a contractor. So that's going to show not only in your contract with them that that specifies what type of relationship that is, but also how that relationship is structured. So little things like you know, you you don't, you don't want to, if, if it were ever to come up, you don't want to, um, show that, that they were an employee. You want to show that they're a contractor. So team manuals, sending invoices, using your own equipment, that kind of stuff is really gonna, um, just, just help keep that super clean, um, and organized.
0: Yeah. Those fine lines need to be drawn. So you're not like, uh, on the wrong track. If you ever get in trouble, (laughs) Yeah. Or or like looked at, you want to make sure everything is set up from the beginning, which is why we're having this conversation. So people can start, you know, getting on the right foot. So, so we mentioned contracts a lot. So from contracts to setting expectations to actually managing, you know, a team of people, what are some of the benefits to growing your team?
1: Yeah. So, um, I I am such I like I said earlier I'm such a big believer in growing a team. I find so much community in our team. Um we we have such a strong network of like-minded people and we love getting together most of them are like a part of our family. They shoot our family weddings. They shoot our friends weddings. They know all of us so well. They come to events. They'll stay at our house if, you know, they have a wedding that's, that's down here and they live further away. Um, I had coffee with one of our associates this morning. Um, actually two two of them this morning, like we're always getting together. We're talking about new gear and it's like our own little mini community. And, Not everybody has that in in the industry. So it's nice to have this group of people um, business-wise as well. It just allows you to grow and flourish so much. Like you can only do so much when your services are tied to your individual time. And um, last weekend, for example, it felt really weird. We... We didn't have any weddings, my husband and I, my husband and I shoot together. Our team had two or three and our photo booth was booked at another wedding. And my husband and I were home and gardening and a couple people dropped memory cards off and swung by on their way out of town. And we were home and gardening and we were like, this feels so weird, but it's kind of nice that we have the weekend. Um, and we're just like, so proud, like, we're just so proud too. like, we love, um, we have so many weddings this year with friends and family members, destination weddings, like my, my best friends getting married in Bermuda and our team's shooting it. We have a family wedding in Italy that our team's shooting and we get to watch them work and just, we know, and we trust them that, you know, they're doing the best job and we get to have this really awesome bond with them. Um, also, you know, just being able to have that in our portfolio too. Like I couldn't have shot those weddings in Bermuda and Italy and I can't work them. Um, But now we get to have that work in our portfolio and work with new vendors, new people and new locations. So it really opens up so much opportunity and um, financially there's benefits to it as well. There's, you know, of course you're going to have a profit margin when you're booking your team out. So it just opens the door to so much more possibility as a business owner.
0: Yeah. I love that. So, you know, I always have to ask this, but is there any downfalls or like setbacks to having a team that big?
1: Yeah. So I think that's the biggest thing that a lot of people struggle with, especially artists, is letting go of control. Yeah. And (laughs) (laughs) we all. (laughs) Yeah. And there's so many people who, you know, it's hard. We're all so um, specific about our work and. How it's performed, how it's edited, um, and there's only so much that you can control. And over the years, there's been things that um, definitely they don't always go 100 percent as planned. And I definitely am type A too. I think we all are as entrepreneurs. We all, you know, have a vision and want things to go a certain way. Maybe we see, I'll see files come in and be like, "Oh, maybe I would have shot that differently, or shot it that way," or. I wouldn't have worn that to a wedding. Maybe like we had a couple of people wear joggers one year and I was like, Oh no. Or, you know, I don't sit on the floor in front of guests and change memory cards, like little stuff like that. Then I'm like, Oh, let's, let's see how can we tidy this up and, and improve our team moving forward. Um, so it's hard to let go of that control your image. Um, but i think it's things and over the years i have i've learned that it's things that i notice that the client doesn't notice the mm-hmm. client doesn't notice that i would have like maybe like on a detail flat lay shot moved the flowers differently or styled the ribbons differently or, um, yeah, or like they don't, they don't realize those little things. And we're able to serve so many more people, um, by having a team and providing a service that I believe in. And, um, everybody seems super happy with that. And of course there's more things to manage that come with that. And my husband always says like our, More of our headaches come from managing the associate, not necessarily our team, not our team members, but that clientele as well, as well, because it's, you know, it's more volume at a lower price point and there's more things that come along with that. So, so it, it is a lot, um, but you know, you just have to decide if it's worth it and, I think if you can get a system and a groove and a good set of people and you're doing it in a higher volume than just one or two associates, it's financially worth it. Um, and especially if you have good people, like I I find so much um, worth and value in the fact that we're, we're providing income for um people in our community that we love and value and that they rely on and that that alone keeps me super motivated.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, I was going to ask like you know, maybe you can just share from your own experience, you know, how growing your team has led to a successful and profitable photography studio. You know, I think people you don't have, obviously not numbers, but you could just share, you know like how X amount of like growth has your business seen from having, you have 12 associates. So like how many weddings do you guys do per year? And then like, has your income grown as X amount?
1: Yeah. So this year is a bit of an outlier as we you know, it's 2021. So we have all of the weddings from last year that got moved in addition to weddings for this year, but we have 98 weddings this year, which wow. is crazy I'm you know a little knock on wood a little bit uh nervous just about the back end mostly of processing and managing all of that and I still do all of the um client meetings as far as like timelines and final planning and inquiry calls so it can be a lot um but with 98 weddings my husband and I are shooting about 28 and the other 60 is our associate team um it's allowed us to grow so much so we, we still can form those relationships and serve ve- venues and other vendors that are, are referring to us that we personally may not have been available for. So I feel like reputation-wise... Um, And just referral wise with venues, like we're able to do so much more and maintain relationships and people, people love our associates work just as much. They don't even know the difference sometimes that if I shot it or if our team shot it. So
0: that's great. we're
1: able to get like three times as much hype, if you will, because every time you're, you know, you're sharing or you're working with venues or vendors or clients in the area, we're getting so much more work out there. Um, and then with the financial aspect, I mean, it's, you have about a 40% profit margin. Um, it's, it's a good financial option as well when you're doing it at that volume. Um, I, I think that I see, or I find that friends and colleagues in the industry struggle with, um, maybe like the, I don't know how, how worth it it is Mm -hmm. when they're doing it on a smaller scale, say with like one associate five weddings a year, you really, I think to have a system in place and really like ramp it up, you're going to see it. You're having that system and having like a, a clean method to everything and having a higher volume just, I think makes it, makes it more worth it. Um, but it's great too, because we know, You know, I'm able to make different transitions in my business. So focusing on the artist lawyer, um, I've leveled up my my pricing and um, just making different decisions in with my personal weddings that I'm taking on um, knowing that I can rely on the associate weddings that we have as well. And, um, I was just talking to a friend yesterday too. And I said, you know, I'm not too good for an associate wedding either. Like if I didn't have a wedding or if something happened and, you know, I would jump in there and I would shoot right alongside them. And, um, it's, you still have those weddings there to fall back on too. So it's, it's a really good, just cushion to have.
0: I love that. No, it's all. It's really great to hear and good to know. I think that's going to be really helpful for our listeners who are, you know, contemplating growing their team and also, you know, maybe five extra weddings from an associate isn't gonna, you know, make you, you know, a lot of money per year. But if you were going to ramp it up, like you said, and confine you know, three associates and fifteen extra weddings or 30 extra weddings, you know, under your associate brand, like that could be financially viable for you. Um, if that's a path you want to take, which I think is great. You know, people don't really talk about this stuff. So I really hope that this yeah. is eye opening and, and insightful for everyone who's listening. So I love that. Awesome. So when you, now that you know what you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing this for a while. What would you have done differently? starting out? Like, what would you say to yourself? You know, Maggie, five years ago, like, Oh, don't do this. Do this.
1: Yeah. You know, I thought about, I thought about this and there's definitely things that I could have done differently, but I wouldn't have learned the lessons that I did. And I think, um, one of the biggest things that you have to learn about your business is who, who, who are your team members? Like we ask you, Ourselves so much in business, like who is our ideal client? Well, if you're thinking about growing a team, who is your ideal team member? And we don't really think about it. I think that much, or think about who they are and like what their identity is and what they do, where they're at in business, what their skill levels are. Um, but I've I've just found over the years that there's definitely a certain kind of team member that works well with us. Um, we unfortunately, or I unfortunately, had had um, in the beginning a lot of, of younger photographers who had just wanted to come and take. And I think that's something that you have to be aware of and be attuned to, and especially make sure that you're legally protected against, um, you know, whether it's, you know, we've had people like who worked for us, like completely copy our websites or reach out to clients, um, and try to take clients from us. So there's things like that, that can happen. Yeah. Um, and you want to make sure that you're, you're, um, Putting the proper policies and things in place, and expectations to having those conversations, to put those things in place ahead of time, um, but then also just being a good a good leader, which isn't necessarily like an inherent thing. We have to learn it. You know, I've read so many books about leadership. I I don't think I'm the best leader. I think my husband's an incredible leader. So I like, I love to push him more forward sometimes with our team. Um, But I try to provide a lot of value, a lot of grace. Like I don't, you know, I give people second chances. We provide a lot of educational opportunities and like little mini workshops and um, really just valuing people as well. So I think I've learned all of that from, you know, these experiences, these growing pains that we've had, if you will, over the years.
0: Yeah, no, that's great to hear. And like, I think legally, like a, a, um, what is it called? A a non-compete, like stuff like that, like you would need to put that in your contract or have a separate agreement. Like, do you have those? Well,
1: so you have to be careful with a non-compete A non-compete is more indicative of an employee relationship. Uh-huh. So you're not going to want to include a non compete in your associate. Subcontractor, independent contractor agreement, um, but something more along the lines of confidentiality, non-solicitation, um, ownership of intellectual property rights and trade secret, and client list. You're going to want to protect all of that, but you can't necessarily put a non-compete in. They probably are, you know, if you're hiring an associate, they probably already are in competition with you if they're in your local area or in the market, and you know, a, an established photographer that that you want to Hire, um, but there's definitely still ways to protect your own work and your own um, value and things like that, like your your processes and your client list, and maybe you don't distribute your presets, like, but you allow your your uh, team to have them for internal use within the company, but you expect them to not use that on their own work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's like a really fair expectation, but you want to make sure that you also set that expectation that you communicate it and that you have it legally protected as well in your agreement um, with, with that team member.
0: Yeah. Oh gosh. That was really helpful. That was good. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, learn so much.
1: <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so I always like to, to give our listeners tangible tips of things that they can do uh, moving forward. And I'd like to know maybe if you could share your three best tips Um, for the people that are listening, you know, in growing their team for the immediate future.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay. So I'm not going to count this as one of the three tips because it's a given. And of course I'm going to say this, but you need to make sure your contracts (laughs) are in order and that you have a good contract both with your clients and with your team member. Um, But aside from that three most valuable tips, um, be willing to let go, let go of control, like go of the little things, um, you can't micromanage, be willing to do the work. So put in that work, make, you know, do, do all the things ahead of time, set up your manual for, for them to rely on, um, and processes and workflows and systems and do a team training day, put, put the work in and don't forget that you're a leader of this little community that you're building and your team. Um, and they're going to look to you. So you have to remember that at, at all times with everything that you're doing that, um, you know, you're setting the tone for the energy and, um, how they're going to work and I think everybody's work as an artist reflects how they feel. So at the end of the day you always just want to remember that being a leader I think is one of the
0: most important things. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It's good. It's great. It's awesome. Oh gosh, Maggie, I love having you back. This is so Thank much you. fun. I could chat all day with you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> so let's tell everybody how they can find out more about you, the artist lawyer um, how to work with you and, and how to say hello online.
1: Yeah. Um, so you guys can find me at Maggie Fisher on Instagram, M-A-G-I-F-I-S-H-E-R. Um, I'm on Instagram at the artist lawyer without the S Magdalena studios is our photography company. Um, and the URL links are all linked from there. We're actually working on developing a, uh, just a maggiefisher.com so that you can get to everything from one place. So that should be up in the next couple of weeks, probably by the time this launches.
0: Oh, good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And all this information is in the show notes. You guys can just swipe on up and, um, Find out more about Maggie and say hello to her. And also, since you're listening to the show, Maggie, uh, we have an ongoing discount with Maggie's contracts, so you guys can save. I think it's fifteen. Is it fifteen percent with uh, T with Janae? I is think it's right? twenty. Oh gosh, excuse me. Yeah, twenty percent. Yeah, it's twenty percent off um, any of Maggie's contracts. So you can just use the code T with Janae at checkout and save twenty percent. And you can thank Maggie for that discount. Thank you, Maggie. We love having that here.
1: Yeah, thank you. And I I just put together a bundle too that's online um, for the wedding photography contract that you would have your, with your clients and the associate contract that's discounted. So with that tea with with Janae discount, um, yeah, it's it's like 30%
0: off or something. Oh my gosh. Incredible. That's amazing. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you, Maggie, for being here. This is so much fun. And hopefully we'll have you back again. Maybe we'll make three times a charm. Yeah, I would love that. We'll have to
1: think of some more legal topics to discuss. Maybe like trademark. Trademarks would be good, actually.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be perfect. We just hint. did that. <laughs> we just did that. Hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait till next time. We'll talk to you soon. Well, that's it, you guys. I hope you liked today's episode. I want to give a huge shout out and a big thank you to Maggie for being our guest today and coming back on the show. We love having people back and especially our friends. So thank you so much. It was so much fun having you. And I hope this helps you guys um, who are interested in starting on associates program or growing your team. I really, really, um, it was such a blast and I really felt inspired and I hope it inspires you. Also, just a friendly reminder, if you want to save money off of Maggie's amazing contracts, you can use A at checkout to save 20% off and I hope you guys take advantage of that. All right, I can't wait to talk to you guys soon. Bye.